This month, Streaming Things is brought to you by Chester Copperpot, Jillian Morgan, Aaron Layton, Ghost, Andrew Gray, Casey McCain, Crystal Trujillo, Emmy, Jeanette Murphy, Enza, Jen Robinson, John Collins, Kalisha Reeves, Kate, Kiki Newton, Stanton, and Valerie. Welcome back. My name is Chris. And I'm Steve. And this is Streaming Things, a special edition. This is one of our movies chosen by one of our hallowed patrons. Uh, Praise be to them. Ms. Jen has chosen that we watch the movie Evolution from 2001 and the humor that has stayed in 2001 and uh, (laughs) (laughs) some of it. I watched it this morning. Steve, what about you? I also watched it this morning. I haven't seen this movie since circa 2002 or three, I would imagine. I'm sure I watched it a few times. Uh, I would have been in middle school when this came out. So I'm sure I fucking loved it. I would have been 14 or 15. What was your uh, take this time? What's your experience with evolution, if any? And what was your take this go around? This was one of those movies that my, my family had this on DVD. Uh-huh. I don't know for whom. <laughs> um, I, I just remember it was, it was all we had. Like, remember those like little um, wired racks? It was just like one little rack and the DVDs would just like slot into the yes. different spaces. But it was like a tall, maybe like four foot tall thing. I had one of those recently. I gave the set to my friend to hold his video games. Oh, that have, would work. I have too many Blu-rays for those to be uh, apropos. Yeah. Well, I remember it was always there. And I think it was a movie that my mom purchased because my mom, at, in the early 2000s, my mom only watched like three things. She watched uh, Hogan's Heroes. Mm-hmm. She watched The Replacements starring Keanu Reeves. It's a good ass movie. And um, there was another one that uh, I'm totally blanking on it. I think it was a Mel Gibson movie. but like Apocalypto. Yeah, <laughs> she big apocalypto man. What women want? She had that movie. Yeah, she did own that. Um, she liked Mel Gibson back in the day. Yeah. Um, I was a big Melly. I was sure a big Melly fan. Yeah, who wasn't? You know, until we found out the things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I remember. So I remember watching this. I definitely saw this movie circa two thousand one, two thousand two. I did not remember hardly anything about it. Uh, before today, I think the one joke I remember is there's an alien halfway through that has a butt, and uh, Orlando Jones. No, that's at the like, end, the climax. Yeah. Well, oh no, no, like, no you're the, talking about the, yeah, like the actual cheeks on the head. He's yeah. Like, Look at that ass. Like, theater in the round. Theater in the round. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember that about it, but I who's that remind you everything of? Everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Julianne Moore. There's a lot of misogynistic <laughs> humor in this movie, particularly. Yeah. yeah. Um, a little, just a, a sprinkling of some racism, um, but it's like. From the Orlando Jones character, so it's it's like I said, it's some 2001 stuff. There's a Sean William Scott sighting frequently. <laughs> Remember when he was going to be a thing? Oh yeah, this was the prime Sean William Scott. Yes, uh, for, in movies, he kind of annoys the shit out of me. I want to punch really? his face. Why? I, I don't know why. There's no actual reasoning. Um, at the time, I'm sure I loved the Stifler humor. Sure. You know, um, David Duchovny. Imagine thinking, because this was kind of a big movie. I mean, this had an $80 million budget uh, at the box office. I think 
worldwide took in about 98 million. So it was pretty much a flop yeah. because the marketing would have doubled the 80 million. Um, and you can tell like with 2001 technology, cause the CG is not bad. No, like, this it's was, not bad at all. This was a, was supposed to be a blockbuster, you know, and this is directed by Ivan Reitman. I was too young when it came out to know that he would, he's the guy who directed Ghostbusters. I mean, he was a huge, yeah. huge director. And this movie is definitely trying to be that yes. it's trying to be a Ghostbusters. Like they threw in firefighters instead of like, it's just like a whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, David Duchovny and Orlando Jones are both playing all three Ghostbusters at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And they even threw Dan Aykroyd in it. Right. Yeah. Like I even called him up like, Hey man, I got something for you. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But who would have thought, and the, clearly they did at the time that we'd have this, uh, it just cracks me up. David Duchovny and Orlando Jones led Blockbuster, wild, like <laughs> with, with Julianne Moore, yes, and Sean William Scott. I haven't seen Orlando Jones work since this movie, but he was like a thing at the time, like very briefly. Well, what else was he in? I'm very curious to see. Let me check. Orlando Jones. I think he was in The Replacements. Okay. Um, yes, he I was. Think, yeah. Drumline. Uh, oh, okay. I Drumline. Okay. The Time Machine. Do you remember that? <laughs> Yes, I hadn't until you said it, but yes, I remember that movie. He's apparently in a TV series called Swagger currently. He's always in one episode of a bunch of TV shows. Oh, he was in Abbott Elementary. A lot of people love that show. Oh, shit. He's in Magnolia? What? What? As a character named Worm? I don't Whoa. recall that. Whoa. Sleepy Hollow, the TV series, uh, 2015. Whatever happened to him? Well, this is what happened. We're reading it right now. CSI Miami. <laughs> That's what happened. Okay. He's been in nothing of note except for a couple shows that I didn't watch that I know people love. He's yeah. in one episode of House. Holy shit, he fell all the way off. <laughs> New Amsterdam. Ghost Whisperer? One episode of Ghost Whisperer? Was he a ghost? With Jennifer Love Hewitt? Was he a ghost? I don't know. Did she whisper to him? Hopefully. I would imagine. I would hope so. Father of the Pride? Not bride. Mm. Oh, he was a, a voiced Marine Sergeant in Halo 2. An unnamed character in Halo 2. <laughs> hey, he's getting more work than I am. I get it. That's fine. But yeah, Evolution is the last big shot they took at him to, to headline something and it didn't work. So they said no more. He was in Bedazzled, that wonderful Brendan Fraser movie. Oh, that's right. Elizabeth Hurley. He was in uh, yeah, From Dust Till Dawn 3. I didn't know there was a third one. They made a third one? I don't remember him being in office space either. But yeah, he is definitely like all four of these actors really, as, minus Julianne Moore. Julianne, Julianne Moore is an timeless. incredible actor. She yeah. is timeless. And I, I love me some David Duchovny. I, I like David Duchovny too, but he isn't exactly the you. most prolific person. And this was definitely no. like around the height, I'd say, of his career. It is. And he fell off until uh, Californication. Yeah. Yeah. And he still hasn't quite... Well, he had to go to like side of that. He had to go to rehab. Yeah. 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 He had some issues he was dealing with, mm -hmm. which are in his character in this movie. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very <laughs> a little much bit. So. Very much. They just so. run off into the fire truck at the end. <laughs> what a weird joke. But I mean, overall, Chris, what, are, what I mean, we talked about my history with the movie. What do you have any sort of history? I don't have no memory of it. I, I watching this movie today. Uh, there was a bunch of lines that I remember from the trailer like this trailer, you can tell how much they wanted this to be a huge hit because I saw this trailer 
Do you remember back in the day when you popped in a VHS or even a oh, DVD, yeah. you would have to watch the trailers of the age. Mm -hmm. um, they don't do that anymore, but that was a thing. And so I can remember watching movies from this era a bunch of times, like the matrix and shit like that, probably 99, you know, where you would see this trailer over and over and over. And there's like, like him, when he gets the uh, forceps rammed in his ass, that was a huge scene in the trailer. Um, like uh, specifically when he's like, don't take my leg. Don't take my leg. It's going for your testicles. Take the, take leg. the leg. Take the leg. That was in the trailer over and over and over. So I had all these nostalgic memories of that. Uh, and there are a lot of laughs in this movie. Um, but, all, you know, I can't say like, oh, this is a great movie. You know, mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, Jen, this is what I think. This is my theory. If this movie had been rated R uh, with a ton of Ooh. a ton of gore, because mm. they pull back a lot in this movie to try to keep that PG-13 rating so, so they could tame. get the extra box office. Yes. Very tame. Um, like somebody, a, a giant alien ape will like grab somebody, throw them off camera instead of ripping them in half, which would make this movie. So a bunch more gore, a bunch of F-bombs, God forbid some nudity, right? This oh, would Chris, be gone too far. a timeless classic. <laughs> this would be a huge hit, at least a cult classic. Because I don't think it's that either. I think it's a mostly forgotten movie um, that does have some laughs. But with the talent behind it, like Ivan Reitman, you know, I think the R rating would have pushed this into greatness. Mm -hmm. And instead, it's just it's a it's it's doesn't go far enough in a lot of the ways that it shines. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I I think this movie is is harmless fun, right? It's it's definitely of the time, and there are some sure. jokes that don't quite, I think, age as gracefully as some others. But I mean, that's all movies that were made. All back comedy, then. especially. Yeah, and but but there is a charm. I do like the um, the chemistry between Orlando Jones and David Duchovny. I think they make a great pair. Yeah, I think like Orlando Jones together. is good. It's fun to make fun of. Like, who the fuck is that? But like, yeah, he's great in this. He, yes. Yeah, I agreed. Think he, he's he's definitely of the two of them. He's definitely pulling off the Bill Murray and Ghostbusters character way better. I think, um, but they're, all, but they're both trying to be audio listeners. I was pausing to consider that because there's some suaveness, goofy suaveness, but suaveness to Bill Murray mm -hmm. that I don't think Orlando Jones has. Um, oh, I think he's got it. <laughs> I think he's got it. <laughs> he's they, the, they, they definitely make him the, the, the butt of a lot more jokes, Yes, but I think when he's trying to be cool, he can do the Bill Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole premise of this is that there are two professors. Orlando's an adjunct professor at community college. Mm -hmm. uh, I forget what it's called. Something Canyon. I have it written down in my notes when we start doing the play by play. But the whole premise is that they're, you know, in charge of this huge scientific discovery and the the battle to save the planet. And the professors at a community college, mm -hmm. except for Julianne Moore is like a legitimate doctor. She's that, like head of the CDC or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, David Duchovny's character is a disgraced, you know, very well accomplished military doctor, uh, mm -hmm. biologist. And Sean William Scott's there too. Yeah. He, uh, he took some <laughs> chemistry in high school. Yeah. That's what he says during that, where they're all introducing themselves. Uh, my name's Wayne. I took some chemistry in high school and like the governor, Dan Ackroyd, the governor's like, okay. Okay. Um, anyway, I had a lot of fun watching this this morning and especially with the Harry Potter marathon, it was nice to watch like an hour, 40 minute movie. Um, yeah, this I was, was like, Oh, thank God. This was a fun sort of time capsule just to kind of turn on and be like, ah, oh, yes, this is what the world was in 2001, the frosted tips and all. I'm really grateful for the Patreon poll, the shameless head and shoulders plugs yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> well, at the end they were like, fuck it. You guys know that they paid us to put it in this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm really grateful for the Patreon poll, but especially this, uh, 
Discord or not, not Discord, but patron thing where they have to choose a specific movie by themselves because they're picking things for the most part that like I have seen uh, and would never think to watch again or like find the, the, the willingness to watch again, Mm -hmm. but would like to, you know? Yeah. And so it's like with this, with evolution, I was like really excited and it delivered on what I thought it was. And, or like mystery men, you know, that was another one where I was like, Oh, cool. Like I think galaxy quest is coming up. Right. Did somebody uh, choose that? No. So Galaxy Quest was the alternate for this movie in case someone else picked Evolution as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I was so excited to watch so it. I want to watch Galaxy there are, Quest There are again. some people who have not chosen their movies yet. Galaxy Quest would be a it's great It's funny choice. because on Apple TV, did you have to rent this as well? I, I did. did. Yeah. When you it, when it shows movies like similar to that or whatever, the section at the bottom, Galaxy Quest was number one. And that's what made me think of that again. I was like, oh, that's another one. I think we're going to watch soon. Galaxy Quest is great. I watched Galaxy Quest uh, in 2020. I think it was right before we rebooted the podcast again. And I was like, that movie holds up. Yeah. That and um, Galaxy Quest is great. I would like to watch Mars Attacks as an adult because I I don't think I appreciated uh, one of Tim Tim Burton's actual good movies. I think he's got like six of his 30. Um, Name them now, right now. All six. uh, Big Fish. Boom. Uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Boom. Sweeney Todd. I thought you hated Sweeney Todd. I did. I watched it for the third time and, and loved it. You, it tur- you turned around I on actually it? finished okay. it. Yeah. All right. I really appreciated All it. Right. So we got, uh, we got Big Fish, Sweeney Todd. We got uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands. We Be- got Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, of course. I want to throw in um, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. I do want to throw in Sleepy Hollow. That's five. And the, the Wednesday show. <laughs> <laughs> did he direct every episode of Wednesday? No, I think he did like four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I can say confidently, I haven't liked anything he's done in the 21st century except for Big Fish and Sweeney Todd. And Sweeney Todd, I hated until recently. I've, yeah. Until Does that recently. mean you should go back and watch? Uh, I don't think I'm ever going to like, no. What's that weird? I didn't watch Big Eyes with Christoph Waltz. Oh, I forgot about that. One. I didn't watch that. It might be good. I doubt it though. Well, maybe. Maybe someone will choose that for us to watch one. Yeah, that's Galaxy Quest. This is Evolution. Uh, our next film, chosen by one of our patrons uh, for next week, and we're going to start trying to knock these all out. So next week, we're going to be watching uh, Midsummer mm-hmm. or Midsummer if you're not an asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody but we're me. We're all assholes here, Midsummer. <laughs> Directed by not Ari Aster, but the other one. No, it is Ari Aster. It's not Robert Eggers. It's Ari Aster. Yeah. Aha. You're right. It's his follow-up to Hereditary. And I bought the, hopefully we can watch it together because I did buy the director's cut of Midsummer uh, from A24 and it's got an extended cut to it. And it's a really nice case. And I'm excited to, to dive into it. But if not, I'll watch it and have extra shit to talk about. I've never seen it. Oh, you guys didn't know, but this scene is actually longer. Uh, aha. Ha, we got you. I've never watched the director's cut, so I'm excited for that. But Evolution from 2001, directed by Ivan Reitman. It starts off with a meteor careening towards Earth. uh, And there's a guy jamming through the desert, driving in in an old car. It's Sean William Scott, of course, who plays the character of Wayne. Uh, He he has like a sex doll with him, a blow-up doll, I believe. I thought Um, it was just like a crash dummy that he had dressed up. It has nipples. You can see him clearly when he's given it CPR. I have nipples, Chris. Can you milk me? Can you milk me? To meet the parents reference. Uh, I'm almost positive that the joke is it's a sex doll. Okay. Or there's something wrong with me. And as soon as I see a mannequin, I'm like, ha, sex doll. <laughs> um, and uh, he takes it out to a shack in the desert because this whole movie takes place in Arizona. And um, Arizona. He throws the doll in there, sets the shack on fire, 
waits a second and then dives in to save it. He's training himself for his firefighting exam. Yeah, he takes it seriously. Uh, he sees the meteor coming down. She's going to make it. She's going to be <laughs> She's okay. She's going to be okay. <laughs> sees the meteor coming down, notices that it's coming right for him and dives out of the way. It like launches his car. Like they did a practical effect there. <laughs> that was a huge explosion. This is the $80 million budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and the meteor crashes down, blows his car up, sends it flying off into the air. And that's the end of that scene, pretty much. I do want to point out real quick that we get, uh, this may not mean anything to you, but I was really struck in the nostalgia heartstrings in my heart because uh, we got the old classic DreamWorks stinger at the beginning where it's the, you get the water in the pond, kids on the moon, you get da, 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 Oh yeah, da, da, true. Did you see their new intro that they're doing? This really extended one? No. Do they have like a Marvel style? Yes. Jesus and it's got Christ. Shrek and it's got How to Train Your Dragon. And Why? like they don't have many IP, but Well, DreamWorks animation still exists. DreamWorks doesn't anymore. Right. Um, so I was nostalgic for that logo because it's a Spielberg company, it, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So back in the early two thousands, you knew you were watching a good movie when you saw that logo. Typically, yeah. there were a lot of really good movies that had that banner to it. So this was like, ah, yeah, I remember being excited about these. Here we go, baby. Here we go. What'd you do, Spielies? What'd you, what you got what'd for you me? Got for me. What he's got is Ethan Soupley. Do you know who that is? Uh, what? Ethan Soupley. The Who's ca- that? It's a uh, the actor. He's a, a very large man. Was he plays oh, Deke? He's, he's, yeah, okay. He was from uh, Blue Mountain State, but I know him from yeah. his work with Kevin Smith. He was in a lot of Kevin Smith movies, specifically yeah, Mallrats. So many things. Uh, yeah, he's in a ton of shit. Um, he, uh, he got famous again for um, My Name Is Earl. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Jason Lee. Uh, but then I don't know if you know, if you've seen him recently, he lost, lost a lot like 300 pounds and now he's like super muscular, like yeah. crazy jacked. It's really an incredible transformation. He looks great. I saw him in his old iteration. And I started chuckling like, wow, was, that's nostalgia for you. So Dick, David Duchovny is their professor. He's just given everybody an A. Ipso facto, except for Ethan Supley and his little buddy, who I also recognized from like some early aughts uh, goof movies. Um, Michael Bauer is the actor. Their essay was so dumb and they had the same one that he couldn't bear to give him an A. So he gave him a C plus. Cells are bad. My <laughs> and this uncle is a biology lives, class. My uncle lives in a cell and he has to read the same boring magazine every day. The end. <laughs> and David Duchovny could not bring himself to also give them A's despite everyone else in the class just getting what seems to be an automatic A. Then they high five like, yes. They were just excited to get the C minus. Holy shit, we got a C? Um, and then we, we, my next note, I stuttered because it says Orlando Jones used to work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a dick move. Uh, he's also a professor. Uh, and I was like, why is this a porno is the note I took. Cause Nadine is sitting in there, the student. Uh, and the way that it just, this whole scene plays out, like, obviously she's, I think, uh, using sexual overtones to try to get a better grade out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's actually not having it for the most part. But he is flirting with her and about to have it, I think. He's a little bit of a scoundrel. Yes, very much so. Uh, we find out later with his uh, goings on with David Duchovny's computer. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Among other things. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, so this whole vibe of this scene is super weird. But it starts off because he gets a phone call about the asteroid. So this is kind of, it sets up, oh, because he's in charge of the geology. Like he's a geology professor, right? Yeah, but he went online and got like, yes, but he got like a the USGS United States Geological yeah, Society USGS, certification yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. And he uses that like it's a FBI badge yeah. for the rest of the movie. Uh, so he's excited for that. But yeah, what was the girl's the woman's name? Her name's Nadine. Nadine wants to uh, get into nursing school because it will look good 
for her for beauty pageant. Yes. Yeah. So the, the female characters in this movie, very not forward thinking 2001. Uh, even uh, uh, Allison, the Dr. Reed's character played by Julianne Moore is just a lot of, Oh, she's hot jokes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Ira Kane is the name of David Duchovny's character. Harry Block is the name of Orlando Jones. And uh, is Ira Kane a, a famous like literary name? It sounds very. It sounds like it. I don't think so. Okay. Um, but it sounds very fancy. Ira. Ira. They go visit the meteor. Uh, there's a force majeure joke, which I meant to look up because I know that's a famous movie. I don't know what that means in French. Do you, Steve? I know the movie force majeure is basically about uh, like a husband ditches the family because the th- there's like an avalanche or something, but then they ended up surviving. So it's a lot of like. Oh, you left us. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, you left us. You left us. So You're, was it a reference to the movie or was it a like French phrase? Uh, so I just Googled it. Force majeure is a French term that literally means greater force. Greater force. It is related to the concept of an act of God, an event for which no party can be held accountable. Okay, so that's what they're referencing, act of yeah. God. Like, ah, eh, force majeure. Um, and there's a lot, of, a lot of sex humor, a lot of dick and fart jokes. So it's the streaming things oeuvre here, all in one movie. Like he walks up to the meteorite <laughs> site and, oh, this is the point of penetration. And like, it's the whole point is that it's, or maybe I'm just an idiot, but I was like, ah. Um, uh, I do love how they keep kind of making fun of how uh, uh, Wayne, played by Sean William Scott, has the blow-up doll. They're like, did you and the blonde find the asteroid? Like, yeah. Just subtle little digs like that. Uh, and downstairs, down, downstairs, down in the- <laughs> Downstairs in the cellar. 80 feet down in the <laughs> hole. Uh, the cops are just posing with the meteorite. Now that's uh, a hole. And they're dumb as hell. Uh, I love how you can hear them in the back. Like, all right, muscles do muscles. Now. Yeah. Muscles. And then when they kick them out, they're like, Hey, the feds are here. Um, the cops are like, well, we got all the photographic evidence we need anyway. You know, point. Thank you for your service, gentlemen. And you can see they do some interesting characterization here because Orlando Jones is not subtle. Harry block is not at all. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Idiots. Uh, but, uh, Ira Kane is very diplomatic. He's like, Hey gentlemen, I appreciate all your hard work. You're doing excellent work here. I think we'll take it from, you know, and he's just very, and they're, they're like, Oh, thanks man. For sure. We do do good work. You know, that's his style. So, and he's a, a ladies man, but also just diplomatic in general. That's his character. We do be doing good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so they take some samples of the growth. Uh, the meteor starts bleeding. They've also noticed that there's like a, uh, cave moss, or something like it on the yeah. meteor, or even though it's only been here for a few hours. Very strange, very strange. very strange. It's almost like there's a fast evolution going on here. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. I'm not a scientist, but uh, I think you might be right. And then he says a comment. One of the funny lines from uh, Harry in this scene is, am I growing as a person? Am I growing as a division three women's volleyball coach? <laughs> Those are the things I ask myself because they're very excited about this find of the century. He's the most winning as volleyball coach in the state of Arizona. He, he is, damn it. Mm-hmm. Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's a, what we do in the shadows show. <laughs> that's just how we talk in good old Arizona, baby. <laughs> I'm Jackie Daytona, regular human man. <laughs> I know. I still haven't made it past like episode six, even though I was loving it. Um, you have to at least watch Jackie Daytona. I, the last episode I watched, they were, um, it was the one where his, his, he had all those vagina bushes that he cut. Oh, yeah. That one's from my mom. <laughs> yeah. That was my mother's. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, they analyzed the samples. There's some cellular anomalies and uh, replication going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, an alarming rate. And then I wrote in capital letters, 10 base pairs. Because David Duchovny says that, I have no idea what that means. Pairs. And then I was vindicated in the next scene when he goes to the volleyball game and tells the geology professor, Harry Block, hey, there was 10 base pairs. And uh, 
<laughs> he goes, oh, 10 base pairs. Cool. Thank, thank you for letting me know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Same reaction I had. Thank God. Um, Earth only has four. And then, Earth organisms only have four base pairs. He's like, pairs. these are aliens, man. Mm-hmm. And then it sets in, right? And I was like, oh, okay. Because Harry Block is all about the fame. He's in he's in science for the fame and fortune. He says, do they pay the Nobel Peace Prize on one check like the lottery or do they pay it out in installments? And then he's like, man, this is serious. There's aliens. This is the find of the millennium. And he's like, I know this might have various uh, serious potential tax consequences, <laughs> um, which I thought was really funny. And then later he says, how many cells do single celled organisms have? <laughs> oh yeah, because he looks into the microscope yeah. and he's like, "Hey, uh, those aren't single-celled organisms." How many anymore. cells do single-celled organisms have? Uh, they're evolving. That's what it, he looks back in. They're multi-celled organism now. That's fast. That's like a hundred, two hundred million years of evolution within a, a day. Couple hours, yeah, yeah, whatever it is, a certain amount of time. It's yeah. not long enough. Very short. Not um, millions of years, that's for sure. And then we cut to at the end of that scene when they originally find the meteor, uh, Sean William Scott's character, Wayne, is just really upset. He wants to leave. He's like, hey, my car is fucked up. Will you pay for it? They're like, definitely not. He's like, well, fine. I, I need to get out. Can I go, please? My, my exam started seven minutes ago. Yeah. They're way out in the desert and it's dark, I think, still. Uh, we cut to Sean William Scott at his exam. How did he get there on time? Who says he got there on time? Maybe he what just, is it, a, a next round? Maybe he, he he just showed up in time for the. I love the that he the, drove the in his like exploded car, yeah. and he's like got a rope holding the door shut and shit. Um, but he's passed out, almost sleeping on his feet because he was up all night dealing with the meteor stuff. Uh, and, and he uh, tags himself in the nuts with the hose. He does does not do well, and they, which which was you know as as a as a man, I and who who has experienced this phenomenon. Uh, Your nuts getting hit? Well, the way it gets hit, isn't it like, isn't it, it's like a gentle tapping. It's not oh, like but a, it's a heavy thing too. But it's but a heavy yeah. thing, but it's like a pretty gentle, because like, yeah. most movies it's like, bam, like right. full force. You just got tapped. And let me tell you, sometimes that's worse. Those taps can crush. Those those taps can, they be worse sometimes. That can ruin your day. So I sure. got it. Happens to everybody, man. You can try again in six months. That's what they tell him. And that's his dream to be a firefighter. Very sad. Very sad. I love the guy, like you said, his car's busted. The dude's trying to close the door for him. He's like, no, I got it. I do this now. I do this now. <laughs> <laughs> I just do this. It's fine. Uh, and he's just, his lot in life. He's trying his best. And this is where we find out in the next cut that uh, Harry and Ira are community college professors. Um, uh, very technical stuff goes on there. <laughs> um, they, they're looking up the rock they go back. I think, is this when they go to pull it with a tow truck and they bring the guys? Yeah. They bring like the bus of students and they've got some sort of pulley system. Yeah. And when they go down there, there's lots of growth. There's all kind of ecosystem down there and there's a bunch of wormy worms. I know that it looks like there's a bunch of mushrooms down here, guys, but don't eat them. Don't eat them. That's a college kids. College drugs joke. Uh, but there's a bunch of flatworms down there. And then he picks one up with his like little forceps and it dies as soon as he pulls it out of the fog because mm-hmm. uh, they don't survive in the uh, atmosphere and the, the oxygen. Fog, the fog is, is, it, is the ecosystem that it's creating. We cut back up to Deke and his buddy and he almost falls in the hole and, and he goes, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the oxygen killed the CG worm. It was very sad. Uh, so two days equals two billion years. Of evolution is what he's saying now, because now he's watching them progress as these organisms. The worms are mech- replicating. It's called mitosis. And then Orlando's Jones's character says, that, "Wait, they don't have sex." And he Bummer. Says, they don't have time for sex. And then Nadine, Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> Professor, your worm is cracking. I love this next joke, and I was wondering to see if you got it. I'm sure you did. You're a very smart guy, uh, but I don't know how big of a fan you. I think you're a huge fan of this show. Uh, there's a scene where, in the very next line. 
uh, Harry looks at Ira and he's like, we, we got to call the government. And Ira says, no government. I know those guys. <laughs> that's an X-Files that's joke, joke, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, and his character also knows the government, but I think that specifically was. Yeah. If you're saying that as David Duchovny. In 2001. Yeah. That's a hundred percent an X-Files. This joke. is like right after the, the movie that flopped for the X-Files, the reboot first time, right? Did you watch the like 2020 X-Files reboot? God, no. Really? No, I haven't seen any of the X-Files movies or the reboot from 2020. I would like to rewatch the show. Uh, I, I haven't even finished the show. I think I made it three seasons before that, I had to stop. That show used to scare the shit out of me when I was oh, a kid. Oh, yeah, it's horrifying. I had to stop because I was getting, I was losing my mind like every Literally. episode. Um, you hate aliens. How did you even watch that show? Uh, they terrify you. I, they, 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 it's terrifying. Did this movie scare you? No. Um, <laughs> hard no. I was just wondering. But no, X-Files drove me nuts because like every other episode... Uh, Scully, was that her name? Yeah, Mulder uh, and Scully. Yeah, Scully would like be f like face palmed by an alien, and at the end of it, she's like, "Well, I don't know." Mulder. I'm still skeptical. I'm a little skeptical. Like, God damn it, That's they a were character. There. It's episodic. It's episodic back then, my friend. I know. Same shtick set up. I was, was Mulder in that moment where it's like, "Why can't that happen to me?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut back to Sean William Scott. He's like a pool boy. He works at like what a hotel, uh, um, the pool club. Oh, the, the, country the country club. club country yeah, yeah, club. that's right. The country club. You know, the pool club. I clearly have been to country clubs ah, ah, as a rich ah. as a rich person. <laughs> My wife used to work at one. Terrible people. Uh, <laughs> the worms are there. So they're going through the ground, I guess. We don't know yet at this point. Uh, there's ye old skull and crossbones jug. That was kind of funny. Visual <laughs> yeah, gag to let you know. That's Pison. Uh, <laughs> I like to think that, he, that was just straight bleach. Yeah, I think it was. Because he's like, you're going to die, worms. And then the the little, I don't know, There's like a monster bigger here. monster in the hot water heater that's clear for some reason. And then he- Filter, uh, maybe? And then he tells no one. <laughs> I actually love that because he's an hourly employee who yeah. hates his job. And that is 100% what you do in that yeah. situation. And not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's the rich people's problem. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to figure this out. It is not I. Um, and yeah, that's that's it for that one. Uh, yeah, my note was definite hourly employee move. Um, okay, <laughs> slams the door. Uh, back at the site, the guys are going back to the dig. I don't know why, because I thought they were going to take the rock with them, but I guess they didn't. Uh, the choppers show up. So there's like helicopters. Sorry, I used cool helicopter lingo there. Thank you for doing Get that. to the chopper. You've been pushing too many pencils. You guys should have used rescue grenades. Rescue grenades. Rescue right. grenades. Ah. Hello, Visit our Predator coverage, by the way. That was an amazing that's, time that's for a, Steve and I. Yeah, it was a fun episode. <laughs> so the government's there now. There's military everywhere. Uh, I wrote down, this is not a nightclub. I don't remember why. <laughs> that's, that's a good line, though. Is it because they're trying to get in and the, the, the military guy's acting like a bouncer? I don't remember. Maybe? Somebody I, tells them, this is not a nightclub. And uh, I thought... I thought that was funny enough to write down, but forgot the context. <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta be nice to the white man though, Chris. Very, yeah, very, that's what he says. very sensitive man, the white man. You have to know how to talk to the white man. <laughs> and then the, the army guy goes, the Ira Kane, uh, this guy had me in diapers for a month and tries to pull his gun on him. That's how much he hates Ira yeah. Kane. Uh, the worst month of my life. Um, but then somebody says, you guys can come in, proceed to the command tent for no reason whatsoever. Uh, General Woodman is expecting you. And General Woodman is Buffalo Bob. Never a good sign. He is. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I didn't make that connection. <laughs> He's also like the, uh, the police contact in the, the first, the fast and the furious. 
Uh, he's like Paul Walker's handler. Yeah, that's right. Um, which is like in this iteration of him, that's the same guy basically. Yeah. Um, but a much better person than the general, but yeah, that's Buffalo Bob, baby. Um, Ira used to work at the Pentagon. That's what we find out in this scene. Uh, and they say, we've been tapping my phones. Is that how you got here? And he's like, we're not the KGB Ira. We've been monitoring your computer, (laughs) which I thought was like a a funny anti-American joke because they definitely do that. This is even pre- no, it's actually post Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. So, well, no, no, this is pre. No, this is pre. This is yeah. This would have been right before then. Yeah, mm-hmm. they definitely are monitoring everything now. But I love how uh, Harry immediately is like, "Oh, hey, uh, any photos you might have found on his computer of women featured women who are eighteen and older." And, yeah, and Ty Burrell's like, "Uh huh, sure." <laughs> What a fucked up little joke. Yeah, it is fucked up. Not even like 2001. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. This mor- I was watching this at like 10 a.m. And I was like, hmm, ruined my muffin. Yeah, Ty Burrell's like, sure, buddy, wink. Like, yeah, was, we all know. What is going like, on Ew. here? Also, this is the film debut of Ty Burrell. Really? Yeah. I was going to say, that guy looks super, that's, just, that's the guy. I don't know his name is Ty Burrell. Even. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, I remember those eyebrows anywhere. <laughs> Steve from Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I recognize those everywhere. And then Julianne Moore, accomplished, amazing, legendary actor, shows up immediately stumbles because she's a clumsy. That's the whole gag. She's so clumsy and it's like a sex thing immediately, right? Like, oh, she's wearing a garter belt. And what is, uh, what does he say? Gar- garter belt at a day function. Um, <laughs> yeah, they like see up her dress and stuff. It's right away. I thought it was neat though, because we got Buffalo Bob there and uh, Julianne Moore also played Clarice Starling in one of the sequels. That's true. Yeah. So we yeah. got uh, a Silence of the Lambs reunion right now. I didn't know that we were at LambsCon. And then there's a Mr. Black joke, because uh, Harry Block, uh, the general looks at him, he's like a Mr. Black here. And uh, anyway, Block. Just, just some easy 2001 stuff going on, right? Uh, this wrote, is such an immature joke, but when movies do this type of joke, it makes me chuckle every time because it's the most childish fucking thing. And that's when like, we got protocol to follow and David Coney grabs his groin and goes, I got your protocol right here. I wrote, my note was D's protocols. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That uh, part of my brain will always find that funny. <laughs> government's taken over. And then that's when he says, you're lucky anyone has ever let you near a science lab again. Uh, and then he moons him. Fruit basket for Russell Woodman. <laughs> Happy holidays. And uh, Julia Mar- Julianne Moore's like, Ugh. she thinks it's funny. She's, right. She laughs. Yeah. Like that's a nice ass. A. Yeah. B. B. I don't think anyone would ever do Like you can see the whole Fruit hole. Basket. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, these guys are legends and they have a Jeep. That's really cool. Uh, and then they take the government to civil court, uh, which almost works because Buffalo Bob is like, uh, oh, they, they work at Glen Canyon. The facilities are garbage. And the judge is like, I went to Glen Canyon. They weren't garbage when I went there. Yeah, that's right. Um, I wrote the, why did I write that accurate acronym down? It's he, he, David Duchovny worked for the USA MRID from 94 to 97. I don't know what that means. I don't know why I wrote that down. Uh, hey, we know now. I did no extra research, but basically his backstory, profile now. he made an experimental anthrax vaccine. Remember anthrax, anthrax Steve? Yeah. Uh, remember when everybody was terrified of anthrax showing up in the mail, yeah. in, at least in the States? Yep. Um, he made a vaccine administered to 140,000 U.S. soldiers uh, with symptoms that include diarrhea, dizziness, partial facial paralysis. Memory loss. Memory loss. Uh, uh, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Uh, uh, bleeding gums. Mm-hmm. They called it the cane madness and uh, lost him his career and everybody hated him. 
And uh, anyway, they lose that trial in the hallway on the walk back. Harry looks at Ira and goes, she want to give you some. <laughs> All that happened in there. That was foreplay. Yep. But then they see that their office has been ransacked. And then Harry says, forget the foreplay. We got screwed. We just got screwed. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a dumb joke anyway. But if you said fucked, it'd have been slightly funnier. Yeah. We need that. We need that rate R rating. Uh, I loved at this moment, they're going through everything. They realize they took all the samples and stuff. He goes to check the computer uh, and it says files not found. That's fine. They have to like easily visually cue yeah, in a computer yeah. stuff. But then he turns to Harry and goes, the JPEG files, they're all gone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all the photos. <laughs> Which photos? Are we talking about the ones earlier? No one has ever referred to photos as JPEGs. Right. Like that. No one's ever said that and before. Why would they be JPEGs? Like- is it just pictures of the worms and stuff? Yeah, I, thought, I, I, I thought he had like schematics and like spreadsheets and all kinds of stuff, I would imagine, you know? Well, maybe they just took photos of the spreadsheets <laughs> and they were, those were the JPEGs. Anyway. They didn't have PDS back then, I guess. I thought that was funny. He's like, well, in classic, let's call the cops. They are the cops. That's classic. And then they decide to break into the military installation, impersonating officers. He still had his old colonel outfit. He's like, why do I have to be a private? You get to be a colonel. He says, I was a colonel. I was a colonel. I earned this uniform. It always throws me off. It's spelled... Colonel. Colonel. Hate it. Colonel. It's almost as bad as Lieutenant. <laughs> lieutenant. Yeah. Who came up with these titles and who decided what, how to spell them? Yeah. We talked about them during the Harry Potter episode. Colonel. Sorry. I'm thinking, did you ever watch Homestar Runner? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're talking about uh, Newgrounds right now? That was Homestar Runner on Newgrounds? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. No, I just remember the Homestar Runner would say Colonel like that. Colonel. Colonel de Benedetto. <laughs> Chogged with a burninator, Hold baby. Hold the line. Hold the line. Sorry. <laughs> it's embedded let's, deep in your psyche. Let's do some Homestar Runner quotes right now, baby. Let's just do a watch I mean, we're along. In, we're in 2001 right now. It's appropriate. That's true. It's true. The email. Um, the email. What? What? The email. They, the, the aliens fly now, so they've evolved again. They got wings. Uh, they drank some Red Bull while they were gone. Um, I think... <laughs> There's a scene where uh, the guys with the it's tiny little jokes that I love the most in this movie and in everything, really, it's the guys that are coming out of the cave that are in the hazmat suits and they have like little sample boxes that are made to keep aliens in. Um, Orlando Jones character looks at him and goes, enjoy your lunch. Just real casually because yeah. it looks like he's holding a lunchbox and he's kind of dumb. <laughs> And I just fucking love that. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, and then in the background, Allison drops her stuff again. Yeah, she's, she's real clumsy. clumsy. And David DeCumbe she's says, a menace. that woman is a menace. Yes, clearly a menace. Dropped a folder. She's Ugh. very clumsy. Can you imagine someone that clumsy? Ugh. I do love when they cut to the security footage of the lift. Orlando Jones is just dancing. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, are they in Delta Shift? Oh, hey, yeah, those guys are like that. These nocturnal specimen guys do be crazy. Yeah. Uh, and Dr. Reed uh, notices something's up. Um, there's even more growth down there, which is not a sentence I really should have phrased that way, but I'm talking about the aliens in the hole. Uh, looks like the the kitchen from my first apartment is what I think David Duchovny says it. One of them says it. Uh, there's shit everywhere. There's like a long leggy boy with two heads. And Orlando Jones says, I don't know if he's coming or going. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite jokes in the movie. <laughs> I think it's really funny. Uh, there's like a giant Venus flytrap. Uh, everything down here seems to be food for something else. Let's stay off the menu. Uh, in a movie like this, stuff like that works. But if it took itself too seriously, it would be like the worst movie of all time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there's just enough tongue in cheek in the delivery here. Yeah. Where it works. 
Uh, and he's like, snag one. Uh, it's not even looking at you. Just grab it. Um, Come here, my little red lobster. <laughs> yeah. I've seen this movie. The black dude dies first. Good quotes like that. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when he sees the butt alien you were talking about. Look at that backside. What's that remind you of? Theater in the round? Kind of trunk space. You want in a late model car. <laughs> and then it cuts to Dr. Reed's point of view. She's watching the security camera and realizes that it's them. But I love that it's a couple minutes. They're still going. And the, the idea is that he's been saying dozens of them. Because when it cuts to her POV on the security footage, you hear him go, uh, kind of rump you'd like to roast. And <laughs> he's just still going. <laughs> and he's doing some weird little dance behind him. Oh, yeah. Like the thrusting of the hips. <laughs> Uh, but they, they also call her a humorless ice queen is what, uh, uh, Ira's comeback is. She doesn't, she doesn't want, she's not interested in sex with me. She's a humorless ice queen. Uh, and he's like, yeah, she needs a good humping, you know, stuff like that. Ugh, gross. She, she's listening to all that. <laughs> gross. I don't like that phrase. Uh, humping. I, she needs a good humping. Oh yeah. That yeah. whole sentence together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the mosquito lands on Harry Block and goes into his suit and then into him because they turn up the oxygen in the suit to kill it and it crawls in his ass. Mm -hmm. uh, and <laughs> he feels it. And so then the next, they got him on a gurney and they're, this is the trailer scene, the classic, you know. Well, before they get in there, the, he's, the, the bug's in the suit at first, right? And he's freaking yeah. out, there's something in here. And then they turn up the oxygen. They think they've killed it. Uh, and there's that moment where, you know. He's well, like, you're okay, he's buddy. so freaking out. And he's like, who's the man? Who's the man? I'm the man. Who's the man? Like, that's that's something that like my friends and I do to each other. Like, who's my man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're really close. He's hyping him up, man. He's yeah. worried about his little it's buddy. Adorable. Uh, but they take him into the hospital or the military version of that. Uh, and then they're like, Hey, we might have to take the leg. There's a bunch of really good lines here real quick. Yeah. This uh, is a funny scene. He's like, is there, any, <laughs> is there, any, <laughs> we're going to have to take his leg. And then David to says, is there anything you can do? He thinks he's an athlete. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the tiny subtle things like that. And then of course the take the leg, take, take the, the leg. leg. It's heading for his testicles. Take the leg. I'll get the lubricant. There's no, no time for lubricant. There's always time for lubricant. <laughs> Cause they have to go in his ass at this point. Don't clench. Don't clench. <laughs> And I love that there's that shot of Julianne Moore leaning. You're so brave. Yeah. You're so brave. There's like that's the shot of all three of their faces holding his hands and his facial reactions. And then they're like, we got to go a little deeper. No, no, you're there. Almost there. You're there. <laughs> and then, of course, it ends with the iconic, I want some ice cream. And Allison has says, what flavor? It doesn't matter. It's for my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good scene. It's funny. Uh, we cut back to like the, the country club. There's a party going on. Sean Williams got really pissed to be serving drinks there. Oh, now I'm a Hawaiian warrior. Um, uh, calls the guy a big fat monkey turd. Yeah. So, uh, he's not really that big of a douche. He's a douche, but it, you know, he's just like, Hey, give me something special. Yeah. So he's not real Scott rude or anything. Has like a psychotic hatred for this dude. Granted, the guy's a bit of a dick, but he's not sure. like. There was no overt, like, yeah. everyone should hate this guy, Q. Uh, he's just going to bang his wife on the on the green. I assume it's his wife. I don't um, think it was. I mean, she's of his of his age. Yeah, and, you know, of his age. Real consensual. consensual. Yeah. yeah. Whatevs. Yeah. They were going to have a nice, you On know, the fourth putting green or whatever. They were going to have a nice drive on the green, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, he was going to make- a little it, something, something on his pants he's and he's using- the, He's singing the whoopee song, like, we're going to make a whoopee. Yeah. <laughs> He's so excited, the poor guy. Uh, but Barry gets eaten. That's his name, Barry. He gets eaten by like a fish monster. Um, but again, if they would have like slung him back and forth in the water, at least like some red floats to the surface, something. We got nothing. He just gets yanked into the water mm -hmm. and then she screams and the scene's over. Something ate Barry. Ah. 
Uh, and then <laughs> dude laughs. Sean Williams got laughs immediately. Oh, no. Oh, that's terrible. That's too bad. Uh, we cut to Ira and Dr. Reed chatting uh, while Harry's healing. Uh, he, they're in the car again. Then he hurts his butthole when they park because his butthole's really sore. I wrote that. I made sure to write that down. Well, um, funny enough, um, Allison did not turn them into the cops. She just gave them the ice yes. cream. Ice cream. He, she brings up the fact that she overheard what they were saying about her. Ice cream like, and ice queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't know. Uh, you don't know everything about me is basically what she tells him. Yeah. I'm cool. That's the vibe there. I'm hip. Yeah. I'm not a menace. Um, and then, yeah, uh, the firefighter, Wayne's waiting there for Ira and Harry. He thinks they might want to see this corpse. He's the only, like, they're the only scientists that that he knows for some reason. But first he's like kind of well, trying to- how many scientists do you know, Chris? Mm, none. So if you have an alien <laughs> creature, you don't have anybody to show it to? I, I'm, a, I would, I'm a douche. I would just call the government. Please take this. Don't ever bother me again. Snitch. I would. I'd be like, take that. I don't care what happens. Just leave me, alone. Leave me out of it. <laughs> I'm watching a movie. Evolution 2. Uh, yeah, it's an alien corpse. It died from a lack of oxygen. Because I thought, hey, why did they see? They didn't show Sean William Scott hunting this on screen. I was a little mad at first. But it just died in the sand trap because it can't breathe yet. Um, and and we, everyone else at the golf course agreed Sean William Scott should take it. Yes. Sean William <laughs> Scott, you should have this weird specimen that we killed trust Barry. You. <laughs> You're I mean, a trustworthy guy. I didn't even think about that. This is probably the same tadpole that you saw earlier that evolved. <laughs> we we cut to uh, a random lady named Jill and her friends Grace and question marks. <laughs> and they have a, Jill, you got a bug problem, a really big bug problem. Uh, there's an alien in the closet, but Grace is a pushover. There's something pounding on the door and she's like, Grace, go get it. open the door. Why? It's your house, which is a valid question. And then she does open the door mm-hmm. and gets bit by the chicken mouthed, like uh ugly frog dog. It's like a labyrinth creature. Like yeah. the baby with the voodoo uh, <laughs> jumps right out and gets her. It's just a sad looking frog dog monster. When did you get the- a dog? And that's, that's a Ghostbusters line. When did you guys get a dog? Oh or yeah. Who let the dog in here? It really is. Yeah. It's like a, this Jill's the Rick Moranis of this movie. <laughs> I don't know about that. Jill does bring a piece at one point to shoot the dog. She does. That's <laughs> in her like kitchen dr- junk drawer. Yeah, well, that's where we all keep our guns. Yeah. I, I, this, is a, this is America, Chris. Later in the mall, they just buy shotguns. And I was like, oh, when guns were even easier to buy in America. <laughs> she, cause they're like, they're not Walmart anymore, at least, you know, still very easy to get, but. In this movie, I was Are like, they Jesus. Are still at Walmart's? No, Walmart doesn't sell guns anymore. Anymore? When did that stop? A few years ago. Oh, okay. I haven't been to a Walmart in like five years. It was a big thing. Lucky you. I, mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but I shop at Target. I have to go to get <laughs> diapers and I can't walk into a Target without spending $300 and I don't know why. So I just stopped going. Well, it's all those deals. They're always being rolled back. I'm like literally like I just need a, a pound of whole bean coffee. Some toilet paper. That'll be $268. What the fuck did I buy? I just blacked out and teleported to the register. And now I'm, she's got my card. Oh God, I'm leaving. Oh no. That's what happens every time. I can't go in there anymore. Oh no. What Legos? I I just, whatever. I just hop in my cart. Legos. (laughs) Legos are expensive. Do Um, they are? I've wanted the, the, uh, Robert Pattinson Batmobile Lego forever. It's like a hundred bucks. I really, really want it. I just can't justify it. And eventually it'll be like $500 because they don't make it anymore. And yeah, I'll be when, mad. When they go out of print, they like the Stranger Things Lego set. I tried to buy that over the summer. And that's oh, out I didn't of, know that was a thing. Yeah, it's actually really cool. It's like, uh, it's the it's the buyer's house. 
but it's two parts where it's like suspended. And then there's like a, a buyer's house that's upside down Ooh. and will and the uh, Demogorgon in there. But I tried to buy that over the summer because I was like, oh, it's Str Stranger Things is coming out. I want to do this Lego set. But because it's out of print now, it's like $700. Oh, yeah, you're which toast. Is ridiculous. I think it was like maybe $200 when it first came out. Dang, even yeah. then. Yeah. I want that $100 Batmobile. I'm going to splurge on myself sometime soon. Treat yourself. Um, but yeah, uh, Jill's packing. That's what I, a note that I wrote. She she goes to shoot it, but it dies from, the alien dies from breathing again. It got too far out of the closet. It's a bunch of like a uh, uh, world of worlds shit going on early on. Um, there's more clumsy Dr. Reed. I don't remember why, but she trips or falls or something. Um, and then uh, this is when I found out her name was Allison. I wrote Allison in real big print. I was so happy with myself. <laughs> uh, and then that's when uh, he tries to convince her to shut down the alien study. So David Duchovny tries to tell her, Hey, I think this is something that's going to get crazy real fast. It's going to spread too fast. You got to try to talk to uh, general Woodman, tell him to shut this down. She's like, I'll talk to him. I think you're overreacting though. Uh, and then he, he says, do you think you could ever be attracted to me in a David Duchovny way where she's like, yes, immediately. But she says, I forget what she says. Just like his name or something. Sure. And she's like, Ira, or something like that. Ira. Uh, he's like, ooh, I got her. Damn. And we cut back to Stop. Harry and uh, the firefighter at Waffle House, I think. It's something like a Waffle House. Yeah. What's well, Waffle House adjacent? God, I could go for some Waffle House right now. I hate how Sean Williams got- a Shoney's? Sure. Anything. <laughs> I love breakfast. I hate how Sean Williams got holds his fork. It fucking drives I, me nuts. How does he hold it? I did not make it's a It's one of those, I don't know, you at home may hold your fork this way, but it's like- this grip with like the thought, like just you're all over the fork. You're just like, oh, I, that's I, intense. I hate it. That's intense. People do that. Like the, you know what I'm talking about, Steve? Yeah. I know what you're talking about now. I'm more of a dainty. I am too. Like three I, finger I, guy. I hold my fork like it's chopsticks. Yeah. That, that's the proper <laughs> way. I think, I think there's two grips, dainty reverse, dainty over the top. Yep. But that like childish blah, 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 shovel thing. Mm -hmm. Hate it. Mm -hmm. It fits his character. I just didn't know if you noticed and hated it as well. I did not notice it at all. I was too taken aback by the conversation he's having with Wayne, where he's like, "Hey, Wayne, uh, you're the the women's volleyball yeah. coach. Uh, Do you ever get to see him take showers see him in the showers?" And Wayne's or, uh, Harry's like, "See him. I, sometimes I take showers with him." Right. Which I think the implication or the idea of this scene is that that's not true, and he's acting cool. Mm -hmm. But is it cool? <laughs> that's the you question know, we now ask yeah I have questions about this but we already know he probably has underage porn on uh, David Duchovny's computer mm. <laughs> he said he didn't sure buddy he said he didn't Ty, Ty Burrell's face said everything I needed to know <laughs> um, I think it says more about his character too that he was like mm -hmm. uh huh like oh like I don't I made a copy of myself <laughs> wow <laughs> Anyway, 2001, but, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, also, so um, Sarah Ira's Silverman pops ex, up, who is played by Sarah Silverman, uh, is there. Her name is Denise. I love Sarah Silverman. Apparently, she has all of David Duchovny's shirts. At least three or four of them. She's currently the one wearing, she's wearing one. And she's- uh, Well, she's, she's now dating one of the cops that was taking pictures at the meteor in the beginning, yeah, too. the mustache He's cop. about to make detective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really big. She's really and proud he's of like, him. maybe you can detect where she took all my shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't- why is this scene in the movie? It's supposed to characterize David Duchovny as a ladies' man. Like, oh, where he bangs so many chicks that we ran into one right here. Um, I think, you know, because at, at during this scene, there's a moment where he uh, Harry looks at Sean William Scott and he's like. They just throw themselves at him. Yeah. Well, when she takes her shirt off. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, that's all it is. But like. 
Did we need to get that? No. Like, is that important to his character I appreciated we got a Sarah Silverman cameo that I did not remember at all and was like, yes. Uh, uh, that's it. There's a funny line where when ooh. the cop's leaving, he gets the animal attack call. Oh, that's why we need that scene as well, because we get to Sean William Scott gets to add his obscure talent where he knows like the emergency numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's an animal attack. Um, Cause he's been in school. There's a funny line where she's like, good luck, honey. He's like, all right, babe, uh, I got this. You got the check, right? And it's really funny because she's trying to sh- make David Duchovny jealous. Mm-hmm. But then her guy's like, you got the check, right? And it's, it's implied that yeah. like, He's not as cool as David Duchovny. Yeah. <laughs> what about this? Let me throw something at you. Throw Chris. it at me, baby. What if Sarah Silverman okay. played Allison instead of Julianne Moore? That and and then like if you made Sarah Silverman that character and then kind of had the movie more rated R, do you think that would be funnier? Because then I feel like Sarah Silverman would play this character a little bit more. You know. Yes, it would be funnier. Oh, Absolutely, it would, it would be funnier. A, she's a comedian. Yeah, Julianne Moore, God lover, is not. Yeah, uh, and but also the, I feel like her type of humor would pair well with but it, this. If you were going to put her in the movie for more than three minutes, it would have to be rated R. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, for sure. I just thought it was an interesting like, why, why is the scene in here? Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they show up at the doghouse. Um, I love the I love when they like walk up to the house and Wayne goes, "I'm going to go conduct conduct a parameter check." <laughs> And he like winks, like I'm so excited to throw that term parameter check. And while out there, he finds like a giant field of dead gargantuan aliens, scary looking dragon boys. Great Guga Mooga. Yeah. That was in the trailer too, I think. Um, and cause when the, then there's another line too, maybe Guga Mooga made me think of that, but when the, when it met mitosis, when it does the mitosis, when it hocks up the loogie and he goes, that's a, it's like a big loogie, the Sean William Scott. Like yeah. that was definitely in the trailer that's as well. A big loogie. Yeah. Uh, but the Mazel tov, it's a boy. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but the aliens have adapted essentially is what they're finding out here. Uh, and they're very close to me and they're still, still can't breathe oxygen. And then as he says that, as they witness, they watch the, the birth of the first one that can breathe the oxygen. Uh, luckily it doesn't hurt them. It just flies away because none of them make a move. Uh, and then I said, ah, 2001, when it was even easier to buy guns, because uh, they go to the mall after the the dragon monster flies into a, a local mall. Uh, they go in there after it, and they go to the one of the random stores and just load up on shotguns. Um, and then he's like, do you know how to use that thing? And Harry Block's like, just because I'm a school teacher doesn't make me a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea. So like in Ghostbusters, these guys, these scientists, these guys, they, they invent things to take out the ghosts because they're scientists. Yes. In this movie, they're like, Shotguns. let's just fucking buy a gun and shoot this thing. Makes sense. <laughs> Guns will probably work, yeah. right? Yeah, but the, the dragon monster kind of abducts a shoplifter. Yeah, she's in there shoplifting, uh, t- talking smack to somebody banging on the door. Isn't that a voice actor? Is that the uh, one that plays the chick from Bob's Burgers? The famous, the, the one that does like 19 different famous cartoon voices? I don't think that's Chris. Are you thinking about Kristen Shaw? I think so, yeah. It's not Kristen Shaw. I'm okay. pretty sure. I just thought that was that was the left field guess from 2001. Like, oh my God, wouldn't that be cool? I kind of want to see. Like, do you think she's billed as the shoplifter? It would ha- have to be shoplifter or Let me something. see if we can find out an answer to this question. I don't know. We got a lot of students here, a lot of government aides, bartenders. There's Tina. <laughs> oh, if they gave her a name but didn't say it, that'd be stupid. It looks like they might have because I don't see a shoplifter. Oh, Denise is her name, is it not? No, that's no, Denise Sarah, is Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna bring up this Tina. I have a feeling that it might be her. 
because she's uncredited. And if it is, it, her name is Erin Carufel. She ain't nobody. Carufel. She yeah. ain't nobody, huh? Uh, yeah. Especially uncredited. Yeah. Dang. Well, I liked your performance, Erin. Good job. Yeah. Um, but there's a couple more jokes. <laughs> uh, she gets, I thought she got eight, but then later she's just flying around. That's why I was like, God damn PG 13. Uh, but there's, <laughs> he's like, where are we going to find a giant nasty bird in a department store? And then he says, lingerie. And he's like, no, the alien. And, <laughs> and he says, yeah, lingerie, um, <laughs> stuff like that. Right. Yep. Um, and then Sean William Scott, <laughs> Sean William Scott hops on a microphone because they can't find the giant dragon somehow. <gasps> Caca, tuki, 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 And then it's a George the Jungle thing, I think. I think we've established that Caca, tuki, tuki doesn't work. <laughs> it's Orlando Jones. Man, you're embarrassing me. Uh, and then he starts singing. I don't know what the song is, but Steve you probably does. You are so beautiful to me. Who's that? Who sings that? Uh, the original. I don't know. And don't say little rascals. Cause that is not the right answer. That's what Andy would say too. Why are some of the people still just chilling at the mall? Have you noticed in the background? There's so many people there. Dragons of our, oh yeah, this is back when people shopped at malls, but not just that. Like they've already had, they're carrying guns. Uh, maybe this is before a lot of the mass, uh, shootings went down, I guess. And like, they're more used to dragons. Cause I mean, there's literally somebody at the counter talking casually to somebody at the counter. Yeah. Uh, in the background. And I thought it was interesting. At one point, Ira's like, Harry, step aside. I'm going to shoot him, referring to Wayne because <laughs> he starts singing. Yeah. And then Wayne's like, no, I got, or no, uh, Harry says, uh, no, stand down. I'm going to shoot him myself. Yeah. <laughs> they both want to shoot him. Much I get it. They hate the singing that much. Um, then there's like a really cool uh, sequence. Kind of where, uh, where he has to like spear the girl, like Goldberg style. Oh, to get, she destroys her. Right? That will be that? fucking dead. <laughs> Minimally, at least concussed with a spinal injury. <laughs> and just, uh, and he does actually, David Duchovny shoots the, shoots the bird thing. And she's like, I'll never shoplift again. Uh, cause she still thinks it's punishment for shoplifting. And this reminded me of a real life experience I had. I went whitewater rafting in West Virginia uh, I've, I've gone a few times. We used to love it, but we, all of us almost died. Uh, and you can die. Like somebody had died the week before on the new river. It's because we used to go, uh, specifically do what they call the gully when the water is like crazy. Uh, it's like level five rapids. It's really crazy. It's a lot more fun. Um, anyway, I went with a, a big group of people, like 15 or 20 people all from AA. Uh, so we all have checkered pasts, right? There's a particular guy who's known as a pretty terrible person and how he, conducts himself, right? Like he frequently, he's a avid gambler, really raucous and like, ah, shut the fuck up. You're a dud. Like he's just a, an abrasive person, he buys a lot of prostitutes, which I have nothing categorically against sex work at all, except that in this country, because it's not legal, you're usually uh, contributing to some sort of uh, seedy thing in someone's life, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, He's that kind of person. We all almost die. We fall off the raft. We go jumbling against rocks and stuff. We almost drown. Uh, Jesus. We finally, they collect all of us in the different boats and stuff. And we all get back on this rock to catch our breath. My shoes are gone. It was crazy. Danny is the guy's name. He uh, He's over there like, I got to start being nicer to people was the first thing he said. <laughs> and we all started dying laughing. Like, 
A, that's not going to happen, but B, that's hilarious that that's what you're thinking right now. Like <laughs> you just had this whole life experience. It reminded me of that when she said that. Um, <laughs> I pictured Danny. But then they do this really cool triple shotgun cock. Got to like that. Uh, and then they play Wild Cherry. Play that funky music, white boy. <laughs> I like that scene. It was like this early aughts action movie. Who doesn't like that song? That's Play that fucking music, white boy. I like funk. Play that fucking music right. Especially with a Jeep, shotguns, aliens. It's perfect. Uh, and then there's a news montage where people start getting hip to the fact that there's aliens amok because, you know, suburbs and malls have been attacked. Now it's everybody's problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we get, we get to meet the governor. I don't know why I got Italian. We get to meet the governor. Uh, the governor. And it's Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Two months until we're extinct. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what she's talking about we'll the acceleration will lose Glen Canyon in three days uh -huh. and then it'll continue growing. And in two months, the U.S. will also fall and will be extinct. She we'll says be extinct. because all of humanity is America. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say anything wrong in my eyes. That's right. <laughs> uh, we won the war. Um, and then they waltz in, in the middle of this conversation with the general and the governor. They wouldn't get that far, but sure. It's David Duchovny. He talked his way in. Um, be honest. You're happy to see us. And that's where we get the scene. We're like, Hey, I'm a, a you know, a director of the science program in Glen Canyon. And he's like, Hey, I'm an adjunct professor of geology. Hi, I'm Wayne Gray. I took some chemistry in high school. <laughs> uh, and then, you but know, the general's blaming them for the quote unquote containment issue. He is. He's avidly lying, saying that that's what happened. He's, he's really making a Walter Peck of himself. This scene is ridiculous because in the background, Julianne Moore is going, this is bullshit when everybody else is up in arms about it. And it just seemed like she wanted to throw in like, I don't know. It was funny to me. Um, <laughs> I'm here too. But his, his big idea, the general's big idea is to drop napalm on the whole infected area. Um, yeah. And they find out they've evolved into primates. primates. Yeah. Those are actually some pretty creepy looking fucking a, uh, yeah. alien monkeys. I thought the, the the makeup and costuming for those things were very effective. They looked like creepy, weird, like jacked up Smurfs. Like, yes, I loved it. Very effective makeup. They start methodically breaking the camera so they can't view what they're seeing. And then when the last camera breaks, Dan Aykroyd goes, that can't be good. <laughs> that can't be good. Definitely not good, Dan. No. <laughs> Um, and then they run to the main thing. They hit the elevator. Then like the monkeys are coming up the elevator, right? The alien apes and everybody's got their M16s ready. And the governor, by the way, he's the governor. Uh, he stands right in the middle of the room and somebody tries to grab him. I think his secret service. And he's like, no, I want to see this damn thing. No, you don't. No. That's not a good idea for you to do. No. Uh, but he wants to see it. And then there's no gore. There's no shooting whatsoever until Sean William Scott fires three shots. Literally none of the M16s even fire. It's just like the, the, the they, they might shoot the governor. Oh, sure. Yeah. The one that's not supposed to be there. Yeah. Uh, I did notice that the, there's that like lieutenant guy with the big like Buddy Holly glasses who uh, at one point he's like, everyone, you get behind me. I'll protect you. And then the apes pick him up and throw him down the hole. You never see him again. Never see him again. I'm assuming he's dead. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah. But, but I want I want to see some blood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there will be blood. I just like that the the Buddy Holly, the quote unquote nerd in the military was the most heroic one. He's actually movie. a pretty well-known actor too, or like a character actor I've seen a lot. Mm -hmm. The little nerdy guy. Yeah. Um, I can't, I couldn't say a single thing other than I've seen his face a lot. Um, I also love, there's some really interesting idioms you could say in this movie. Did you notice hell-blown creozoids from Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. Yeah. 
These damn hell-blown creosoids. creosoids. That's a great one. And he's so angry after seeing all this that he gives him the full carte blanche to drop a bunch of napalm on these aliens, right? Uh, and then the, the general's super hyped about that, says, get the hell out of here. Uh, Alan steals all their, I'm oh, sorry, Allison steals their samples and stuff. She's like, hey, if we survive this, you guys are going to get the credit for this discovery. Yeah. And she's part of the crew now. She got the samples. She there says, was, you can make more money in the private sector anyway. There was a really weird moment where her last kind of interaction with the general before, and she like takes off uh, and Tybro's like, you know, as a woman who's angry, that usually means, like, why are they always trying to describe why <laughs> Julianne Moore is like, oh, thing. she's a woman. It's, she, it's it's a thing that has not entirely gone away. Yeah. Uh, but it was definitely more so in this era. Like it, in the next scene, she falls into Wayne's lap because she's clumsy. And so she's like, looks like she's blowing him or whatever. Mm. And he's like, what's up? And then um, I kind of with him. I'm kind of with him. That's, you know, and David Duchovny's smiling. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're your own person. You guys, this is maybe <laughs> the fourth time you've been in the same room together. Right. <laughs> and then we get some early aughts heavy metal. Drop the bombshell. Get up. It's get Power up. Man 5000. <laughs> that's Rob Zombie's brother. Oh, that's his brother? Yeah. I did not know they were related. I don't know anything about 80s music because I know weird shit about Power Man 5000. There you go. That's his younger brother. Drop the bombshell. That's a good song. <laughs> It'll get you hyped. Did, 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 did. Yeah, everyone's um, evacuating the town, but the college kids are partying their asses off. And, as you do. Mm -hmm. um, and then back in the the school, in the community college, he's in there talking to the cells, the first sample that he got. He's like, oh, how do I beat you or whatever? Uh, it hasn't evolved yet. They're trying to figure out why. He's like, oh, maybe... Oh, and then um, Orlando Bloom's smoking a cigarette. That's right. And he throws a match really far, like not safe at all indoors. Why are you smoking in the school? First off, I guess it's an apocalyptic situation in your mind. Yeah, why not? I guess he's going for the sink, but nowhere near that. It lands in the, the Petri dish. He's athletic, Chris. That's true. <laughs> it lands in the Petri dish and immediately hyper evolves the stuff. So they're like, holy shit, the heat from the Earth's atmosphere. And I actually bought this for the dumb movie that it is. I was like, this isn't this good. In space, in the vacuum of space, the evolution was stalled on these creatures. But once it hit Earth's atmosphere, and you know, there's the like heat. fire when meteors come into Earth's atmosphere, mm -hmm. kicked off the evolution, baby. Uh, so the napalm is actually going to accelerate the badness. Uh-oh. Which there was a line when he said, hey, we shouldn't drop napalm on it. We have no idea what that's going to do at a cellular level. David Duchovny here. He was right. David Duchovny speaking. Um, so they try to call General Woodman. He says he's not available. Even his uh, assistant is like, you piece of shit. You this is the fate of, of America we're talking about, <laughs> which is the world. Yep. Jeez. You're really Walter packing the situation right mm -hmm. now. Uh, we cut back to David Duchovny. He's just uh, shooting rubber bands at an alien. That's, Why what, not? that's what he's doing. Um, and she's wearing a periodic table shirt, thank God. And uh, he does some, some quick finger jabbing and realizes selenium might be the arsenic to these aliens. Yeah, because basically he looked at like, we're carbon-based life forms. If you make a little knights in chess move, make uh -huh. it a little L, mm -hmm. you come to Very arsenic. nice reference, Steve. And so he does Steve the same thing. Steve was on thing. the chess team. I was, I was the worst player. Uh, <laughs> that's actually true. Um, well, yeah, you're the worst of the best, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the number one player on the chess team had like 3,000 points. I had negative 3,000 points. Really? Yeah. You were like me and pressing the stage Jeopardy. Yep. Yep. It was rough. It was rough. But yeah, selenium is the answer. Luckily, the college bros show up and they know that selenium is uh, in um, head and shoulders. The main ingredient in head and shoulders is selenium sulfide because yeah. uh, they're, they're Which, flakyless hair. Fun fact, at the time this movie came out, it was not. 
the main ingredient, but they were about to release it. So that's why they said to use this. Line. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Super shameless plug. Yep. How many millions of the budget did they pay for? Probably 75% of this movie. <laughs> and they had a great return on their investment, I'm sure. And there's like an actual ad at the end of this movie. Um, anyway, uh, he says- Did he call the frat boys the Donalds? I could have swore I heard him call them good job Donalds, but that's not either of their names. No, one of them's name is Deke. I don't, yeah. I don't, I didn't hear that. Okay. He um, calls them something. All I remember is he's, she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, take your shirt off and I'll show you. And the brother, the guys are like, yes, yeah, <laughs> pure fuel, <laughs> pure fuel. And the next scene, uh, they go to get 500 gallons of head and shoulders. What they, they say what they can get, and you think they're going to go, I thought they were going to steal from a factory, get some giant barrels of head and shoulders or something. No, they cleaned out every Walgreens. They literally just buy a bunch of tiny bottles and pour them in the fire truck. How long yeah. that would have taken? That would have been so long. You know how much that would have cost them? That shit doesn't even come out easily. You got to like, you never been in the shower? Yeah, that would you take can like forever. Hit the bottom and get the last juice of that for months, baby. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm bald now, so I don't have to deal with that pain anymore. <laughs> uh, one bottle at a time. Anyway, and th- she wants to say one last thing, but I don't know if I should say it. And he's like, just do it. We're going to die. I would have rocked your world. <laughs> Is what she says. What is that line? Uh, well, <laughs> have you ever wanted to say that to someone? Like, no, hey, I would have rocked. I know. have wanted to say geology is not an exact science, but you refrained. <laughs> I don't have the context. I've you never had the yourself. opportunity. Um, I can't just randomly say that. I also want to say everyone is wearing jackets in Arizona. Arizona. I have been to Arizona. It is very hot. It's so hot. I think dude. the desert it does sucks. get cold at night, but like this is broad during the, during the day. It's ridiculously hot in Arizona. Did you see that fucking coat that Dan Aykroyd was wearing on top of his suit? Oh, it's like fur man. trimmed. No, thank you. I'm like, what's going on right now? Yeah. Who did the costume no, department? Uh, anyway, just, just thought I would point that out. Off. You would. Oh, and then he asked for hot chocolate. I almost lost my mind. <laughs> Give me a hot chocolate. Give me spy glasses and also, a hot chocolate. I don't. I don't really understand how the power structures in our government work sometimes, but I'm pretty sure a state governor can't boss around a military general. Yeah. He's in a, is in his turf. Yes, he can. <laughs> if you're in Arizona, like Dan, Dan Aykroyd as the governor is running around, like bossing around this military general as if he's the president of the goddamn United he's States. He's the president of Arizona. Mm. Can you imagine? It's a Republic, Steve. Can you imagine Mike DeWine doing this to anybody, let alone a general? Yes. <laughs> It's how COVID-19 was handled in Ohio. You're not right. You're not wrong. wrong. (laughs) It was was Buffalo Bob and Dan Aykroyd running the entire show (laughs) and some spike lashes. And then, you know, there's a blue monkey. Uh, They go down. What is my notes? I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was trying to roll it off. I have, hold on. Blue monkey. Blue monkey. It grows. It grows. Great flaming whoreballs. Oh, yeah. Created a kaiju. (laughs) mitosis. <laughs> okay. So 
<laughs> I think I can, I can, I can translate this. The team, they go into the cave uh-huh. and that's where they see like the blue monkeys kind of arrive. And they go with the fire hose, right? Yeah. They go with the fire hose. Cause they're going to spray the source, the asteroid with the head and shoulders. Which they the, should have already been doing. There's yep. no reason. The monkeys arrive, but then the napalm goes off. The general goes early with his attack. Uh, the fire causes the mitosis and like the growth that kind of take over everything, including the monkeys. So they leave. And when the giant, uh, you know, monster that has kind of it's coagulated like into everything. When that explodes out of the earth, uh, Dan Aykroyd yells, Horeballs! Great flaming horeballs! Yeah. Why did he yell that? It's <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. He does what he wants. Uh, and they they decide to drive the fire truck to the kaiju to help stop it. Um, and uh, what does the steering wheel on top do? Because Julianne Moore's driving, and then you see Sean Williams Scott on the, top. It helps the back wheels turn. So they have to fi- steer together? Because fire trucks are so big. When really? you have to take tight turns, it helps. I'm pretty sure that's what they're for. They, they, so they, if like they turn left, it turns left harder? Yeah. Wow. I just wondering. I was like, he's got his own steering. Was that like a pretend one? Um, I'm pretty sure that's what they're for. Right in if I'm wrong. He's just up there with pedals that don't work and shit. Like, beep, beep. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> I'm also a driver. And they go to the asshole of the beast to shove the hose up it. And I love that um, Harry Block, Orlando Jones' character, has like a personal vendetta against this monster and wants to be the one that goes in its asshole because they went in his asshole. I got some um, payback to deliver. <laughs> I got a score to settle. It looks like they're going to administer a jumbo enema. And all, yeah, all it has to do is lay down and it would kill them. Yep. But that's okay. It's not the most unbelievable thing that's going on right now. Uh, <laughs> right. I did laugh. It got a huge, an actual large LOL, probably the third or fourth one of the whole movie. Uh, when the ladder was going up and Orlando Bloom was going into the asshole a little bit and he (laughs) He goes, stop. (laughs) I gotta say they really make Orlando Jones makes a real meal out of his scene up there with the asshole. There are like three or four really good jokes of him in there. You won't believe what I've seen in there. You won't believe what I've seen in there. (laughs) That was a really good one. Give me back my friend, you big sphincter. (laughs) Don't tell anybody about this. Yeah, it sucks him up into the asshole. <laughs> you can't imagine what I've seen in there. Uh, but he sprays it all up in there. It explodes. Uh, and then the next scene, it's it, there's a news anchor who's like eradicated using the formula. And the governor, too. Uh, the, the alien race has been eradicated using the formula uh, devised by these. Dude, no time has passed. They're still wearing the fire truck outfits. Like, it, this just happened. And you, like, created a... Okay. Hey, media moves fast, baby. You gotta get ahead of that story. It does. And then uh, Julianne Moore and David Duchovny go to have sex in the fire truck instead of getting their accolades. Her world is about, she's about to rock his world. He's giving her the cane madness. Oh, God. Jesus. But Sean William Scott did. David Duchovny's whole backstory about being a somewhat corrupt scientist who ruined the lives of a bunch of military soldiers was all set up for a joke of getting laid in a fire truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Given the old cane madness. I don't even know what that means. Um, but they did make Wayne a, a firefighter. He got to be an honorary firefighter. You know, it's good for him. Probably not safe for the city of Glen Canyon, but uh, no. every blow up doll in the city will be safe yeah. from fire. She's going to make it. And then there's uh, a head and shoulders commercial, an actual head and shoulders commercial. That's played as a joke, but that's clearly what that is. Yep. Uh, but it fits. Because you would think they'd take the brand deals at the end of this. Mm-hmm. And then we get a really underknown 
Buck Cherry song to serenade us throughout the credits. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. Like that's the band that did, ow, you're crazy, bitch, but you fuck yeah. so good, I'm on top of that. Remember that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Scratches up and down my back and get me right on. That's their only famous song. <laughs> it was not that song. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but. <laughs> I think this is before that song came out. 2001. Possibly. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. Uh, I did look up some IMDb trivia about this movie. Okay. And I, there are a couple things in here that I find very funny. Drop it I upon will start me. off with the one that makes me laugh. And that is during the lengthy shooting in Page, Arizona, Dan Aykroyd entertained the local folk by carting guests at a bar, unofficially greeting people. At he was Walmart, carting them. Like, let me see your ID. And visiting locals for a cup of coffee in their homes. <laughs> Can you imagine going to Walmart and there's Dan Aykroyd like with a little blue vest, like welcome to Walmart, <laughs> buy some of my vodka, please. It's in the skull glass. And then saying, may I come back to your house for coffee? <laughs> I will make it. I know that's what you were going to ask. I was in Coneheads. <laughs> he was. Sometimes I want to. Uh, uh. According to IMDb, David Duchovny turned down a role in Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones to appear in this movie. Good choice. Do you believe that? Um, I press X to doubt. Yeah, but also it was still the right choice. I'm sure he got paid more to helm this film than true. he would have to be true. a cameo in the worst of the bad Star Wars movies. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, yeah. Here's what I was talking about, talking about earlier. At the time the film was made, no head and shoulders product contained selenium sulfide, but the company used the film to introduce their selenium product, which was released when the film came out. So shameless that they're like, you guys are dumb. You don't know anything. How do you know that? You notice there's not a single flake in our hair ever. <laughs> That's how we know. That's how. Do you want to? Do you want to know some alternate casting that was considered? Yeah. So Bill Murray. Can you guess what role he was considered for? I would have to guess. I want to guess. Ira, but it's probably too obvious. He was no, he was considered for the role of the governor. So it's so like the other one. The other one, yeah. Uh, let's see. Michael J. Fox was considered for the role of Wayne. Really? Can you imagine that? No. That's weird. That's a bizarre one. Will Smith was considered for the role of Harry Block. Uh, oh, sorry. sorry. I'll, I'll get back to that one. Jennifer Aniston was considered for the role of Allison. Robbie Coltrane was considered for wow. the role of General Woodman. What, that's an interesting idea. You're a scientist. You're a scientist. We're going to napalm them. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been really good because he's, oh, yeah. he's menacing. Probably, honestly, I would have liked, I would have liked it better with Will Smith and Robbie Coltrane. I think it would have been a better movie, but I definitely would have liked Jennifer. Did you say Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. Anybody, honestly, Julianne Moore is incredible, but she's just not, Yeah, this, it wasn't right for me here. I mean, she's yeah. done other comedic stuff. Isn't she in, um, she's in something else really goofy. I think we might have talked about it before because I think we might have said the same thing that we like Julianne Moore, but not in comedies. Yes. That's I how I feel. I, I don't can't know remember what that was, that but I'm pretty sure we've talked about that on the show. Really? It's it's ringing. The, I'm I'm getting some sort of like remembrance Like Tinkley Bell, yeah. like Harry Potter style? Yeah. I'd have to figure out what that was. Oh, was it uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, the action movie Kingsman? Was it that? No. She was the bad guy in Kingsman. Is she in Kingsman? She's in Kingsman too. She's the oh, the Golden guy. Circle, the bad one. Yeah, I don't remember that one at all. She is. Yeah, yeah she just doesn't. She doesn't comedic for me. Yeah, she doesn't comedy for me. 
But I mean, she's a hell of an actress. Hell of an actor. Like, I put her in a drama. So <laughs> dramatize. Boom. Uh, and this is kind of interesting. This will be the last one I share. David Duchovny's character name, Ira, is a Caesar Sapphire of his character name in the X-Files, Fox. I don't know what a Caesar Sapphire what is. What the fuck is a Caesar or, Sapphire? Or, or, I'm sorry, Caesar Cipher. Cipher. A Caesar. Yeah. A ci- Let me look that up. Caesar Cipher. Oh, there's a decoder and everything. Wow. What's a Caesar Cipher? It sounds in like a cryptology. Salad. A Caesar Cipher is known as a, is also known as the Caesar Cipher. The Shift Cipher, Caesar's Code, or Caesar Shift is one of the simplest and most widely known uh, encryption techniques. Oh, so I guess it's just like. E actually equals the letter oh, so, so many spaces. F. Yeah. It, like maybe, maybe the L shape that he used on the periodic table on the alphabet. And yeah. It's, oh, yeah. The L shape. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Probably that. So it's Fox. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. That's, that's, Fox that's Molder. My, yeah. That's some IMDb. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, for a Caesar yeah. Cipher. Uh, excuse me, Miss Waitress. I'd like to order a Caesar Cipher with extra white The dressings already on. It's tossed in it. Yeah. Yeah. Can I get some ranch it. anyway? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's, it's buttermilk. Oh, okay. it's just like flow. It's, yeah, that's flow. That's me. <laughs> it's buttermilk. Okay. Oh, I love buttermilks. Okay. okay. It's straight from butter cows. I'll get that for you in two shakes of a, of a split. Yeah, there's no butter way to eat it, I think. Nope. I like mine with uh, with patchouli oil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's the thing I thought patchouli of. Patchouli oil. Uh, Thank you so like much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I hope you get to watch Evolution with us. Always watch them beforehand. Yeah. It's more fun. Thank you to Jen for suggesting Wonderful this choice. Movie. I had a blast. What a fun little trip down memory lane. Memory lane. A uh, Caesar Cipher of my brain, if you will. Exactly. Uh, next week, we're going to be watching uh, Goblet of Fire as well as uh, Midsummer or Midsummer. Uh, so tune in for that. That's all the time we have for right now. I love you so very much. My name is Chris. And I'm Steve. And this was Streaming Things. Happy stream. Here's all the new patrons that we got in November. New, new. New, new. In the Try Before You Deny Man uh, category, we have Emmy. Thank you, Emmy. New to Marty B's VIP section, we have Carl DiMartino and Sean Kerrigan. Oh, we know where the party happens in the VIP section. Mm-hmm. In the Chocolate Pudding Producers, we have Laura Hardwick, Adam Jett, Jane McMillan, Katie, Alexandra Cordova. Good luck. Silja Hiljet Skatshim. I'm very sorry. I, that's obviously uh, you know, Icelandic, maybe? Maybe. Or Norwegian, maybe? Maybe. Anyway, sorry for butchering that, but I tried really hard. I think it's ruder to not try. That's my yeah, opinion. Yeah, try before you deny. Yes, yeah, try before you deny. What if Silja Hiljet Skatshim is a little girl, man? <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne Bragg, Aaron Carr, Christy Ellens, Aaron, Toby Sands, Keenan Chu, Victor Weaver, Tina Gomez, SJ Dog 21, Kaylin Swift, Sharon Linden, Josh Seidel, Zoe Schubert, Andrew Diaz, Jada Haley, Nick and Aaron B. Thank you, Nick and Aaron B. And everyone else you said. I don't know why I specifically said their name. Mm-hmm. And in the Friends Don't Lie producers, we have Megan Stolarski, April Palmore Sullivan. Thank you so much, and Friends Don't Lie. And we've got some people who upgraded what? newest to the 
try before you deny producers is Jeanette Murphy. Hey. And recently joining Marty's B. And recently joining Marty B's VIP section is Jacob Schlier and Trisha Bueller. This section is open to all. Bueller. 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 Trisha Bueller. I'm sure I've she's never heard that joke. Never at all. No, never. There's no way in hell <laughs> she's, she's heard. No one's ever been that clever. Now she's going to hear it four times this month at least. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you to everybody. Woo! Woo!